great future. We're talking real money. Well, it's Friday. What does that mean? No, it doesn't mean TGIF because, you know, with COVID, every day's just like the other. No, it's not Freaky Friday or Friday the 13th. No, once again, right here on Talking Real Money, it's French Friday. And do like Tom did last week. Stop by a drive-thru. Get an order of French fries to go with French Friday. Uh, French Friday is uh, just a cute name I came up with to highlight some speeches, some presentations given by Dimensional Fund's Kenneth French, who is a professor of economics from Dartmouth. He has a very down-to-earth approach to investing for an academic. And the things that he says make a lot of sense. So this is the third of four French Fridays, the next will be next week, presenting some of the thoughts of Dartmouth Dartmouth professor, I can say that, Kenneth French. And today, Dr. French talks about a new way or a different way, his way, of thinking about asset allocation, how to build the proper portfolio for you. Oh, and by the way, Dimensional does put music under these, so there is a musical soundtrack that you don't usually hear on Talking Real Money. Here again on French Friday, Dr. Kenneth French. My method for deciding how to split my portfolio between stocks and bonds focuses on regret. I want the regret I have on days when the market goes down, and I'm sorry I have so much stock, to balance the regret I have when the market goes up, and I'm sorry I don't have more. I have two beliefs about the market that affect my allocation. I'm almost certain there is a substantial equity premium, and I'm completely certain I can't time the market. Both beliefs push me toward more stock because they reduce my regret when the market goes down. This regret minimizing approach to managing my portfolio is not something I've seen in any finance textbook, but it works for me. While I'm making confessions, I'll make another. I usually don't have a good estimate of my split between stocks and bonds because not knowing also reduces my regret. Since I don't know my precise allocation, I don't know whether I should be particularly upset when the market goes up or down a lot. The biggest way I manage my regret with all sorts of things is by trying to judge myself on my ex-ante decisions, not on the ex-post outcomes. From that decision, not outcome perspective, there's not much gain from trying to figure out exactly the best portfolio allocation. First, there's no way to know what allocation is actually optimal. Second, the equity premium creates a trade-off between risk and expected return that covers up differences from whatever is the best allocation. If I have too much equity, I bear more than the optimal amount of risk, but the equity premium compensates me with a higher expected return. If I have too little equity, I reduce my expected return, but I also reduce my risk. And third, I now understand that whatever I do, the outcome is dominated by chance. The longer I live, the more I appreciate the importance of randomness 
not just in financial markets, but in life more generally. As a result, it's become easier and easier to focus on the quality of my decisions, not on the outcome. I still use my old regret minimizing tricks to manage my portfolio, but I'm not sure I need to. I love the thoughts on randomness because this is all very random. As he says, it's unpredictable and you have to make it work for you. It, your portfolio has to be comfortable for you. And I don't know how you quantify regret. It's not exactly an easy number to come up with, which is why I personally like doing the risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com and using that as a guide to kind of figure out where my regret level might be, although I never thought of it as regret before, but that's pretty on point. And uh, if you need to get into more details about your money, please, well, we always want your questions sent in to us at TalkingRealMoney.com or called in at 855-935-TALK. But remember, you can talk to one of our fiduciary advisors who believes in science and get a direction, even if you never, ever plan to use our firm to help you manage your money. We want to help everybody, and that's why we offer free appointments for up to, say, an hour with no obligation, no cost, and the best part of all, no high-pressure sales pitch. You're not going to get pitched. You're just going to get helped. And it feels good to get help sometimes. So if you want some help, you more, more detailed help, go to vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Uh, if you want quick help, just send a question in. We'll answer it on the show on Saturdays, which airs from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern, or on the podcast, which, which airs pretty much every day. So call us, 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or during the show, and we'll talk live, or send your questions in by typing them or speaking them at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. Thanks for listening to this French Friday edition of Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.